0: Okay, so uh, we're up to the last category of mitzvahs. And again, I I said this a hundred times, it's not like a broken record, but this is really, you know, this is very just Rosh Prakim, And I think this week you'll see even more. But it's really Rosh Prakim, and in Chayrev and other places of Chumash where he really gets into the specifics of each mitzvah, and kind of, you know, fleshes out a lot of the things he's saying here. But for now, we're kind of just giving the background. Uh, his mitzvahs, the categories of the mitzvahs are important to understand. Right? The basic mitzvahs of Tairis, which are what we call like the Chavos vavas, These are the ideas of, of Yiddishkeit, the ideas of Hashem. You know, um, and, uh, and, you know, Avas Hashem, Yeras Hashem. Those are the Chavos Halvavos. You have the Mishpatim and the Chukais and the, and the, and the, uh, the Mishpatim, the Chukais and the mitzvahs, which are... Dealing with other people, with other things, relationship with other humans, with other yidin, with our own selves, etc. Those are like really the crux of of the law. And then we had last week the Eidos, which are the symbolic mitzvahs, the mitzvahs that we do actions in order to symbolize certain ideas, express them to ourselves and to others. The final category is Avaidah. Now, the last category, Avaidah, now remains for our consideration. It involves stepping away from our daily life with all its activities in order to regain those truths which we ought to have taken to our heart and our lives, but which we let slip away because of the deceptions, confusions, conflicts, and temptations of living. In other words, Avida is, you know, uh, you know, Stefan Kavi, right? They only have the seven habits of highly effective people, right? So the seventh one is sharpen the saw, right? In other words, it's the idea that ultimately, no matter what we do and all the mitzvahs and so we try to do the right thing, Life is difficult, right? And things are difficult and there's confusion in our lives. There's conflicts, there's temptations. It's not easy to be a good person, right? Life is this you know, you never, it never gives up. You know, it just, there's always new challenges coming up. There's always ups and downs in life. And ultimately, how are you going to ensure that you stay loyal to the Torah? Uh, we need a mechanism in order to keep us inspired, to keep us connected, to keep us, you know, connected to the Torah. Avodah Shemilevah is what our sages call it—the realization of the divine will by our inner self. That is, self-elevation and self-purification. So, avodah is the way that we inspire ourselves, we purify ourselves. Right? Tefillah, prayer, represents the endeavor to arrive at an accurate assessment of ourselves in relation to God, the world, and man. So, very important. Tefillah of hers says is inward, right? And this is again very different than than, than a lot of people The are Rishayim that say like this. So but this is our first. This is our first year. You know, there are alternatives. There's plenty of alternatives. Tefillah is an inward avoda. Avida means something that you're infusing yourself with information, right? Mispalel is a lashon of spell. It's not, You're not davening to Hashem. His hispalel is a self-reflection you are being methalo refers to as falo is like a lesson of bala which is to mix when you mix dough right you add water and mix it and you have a new th- with tefillah you're adding ideas into your heart and mind and you're mixing it and absorbing it and you're becoming a different person it's an act of, of assessment of yourself in relation to Hashem, the world of men. The ideas about the world and the Torah that you're ingraining through tefillah, through the process of saying it in front of Hashem, obviously. You're ingraining these ideas in you and you're recognizing who you are what your role in this world is, what your relationship to the world is, right? Think about Pesukah Zimra. Think about Tehillim. We start off calling out to Hashem Shiru Zamrulai, Zamru Right Hashem We're praising. What are we doing there? What are we doing? Right? We're talking about praising Hashem. We're not even praising Hashem. We're talking about praising Hashem. Right? That's what Haya do is. Right? Right. What's going on there? What we're doing is we're 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 recognizing our place in this world. We're recognizing what the purpose. Of life is, and by, by going over these ideas, we're infusing ourselves with these ideas and we're realigning ourselves with our values, right? You know, Musr, there was always controversy over Musr, right? And is Musr the right thing? And everyone's like, oh, We need Musr, right? Look what's going on without Musr, look what's happening. And in a little bit, in, in a way, Tfila is really the built in Musr of Kla Yisrael, right? This is like built in muster, That's what avodah is. Avodah is to keep you inspired. And again, maybe that wasn't enough, or maybe we weren't doing fila the right way, and so we needed a we needed a formal muster. But this is again, and some of the, oppos- the opponents of muster made this argument. That's what fila is—a time, three times a day, because you need it, right? Uh, well, you need it. You know, there's, there's always right in the morning, in the afternoon, evening. These are times when, when you know life always gets you. There's always stuff happening, and it's a way to reinvigorate yourself and re inspire yourself, remind yourself why you're here, reminding yourself what your avid is he'll get into the specific types of tefillah soon so this is just general right formally we, we had also for this purpose the symbolic action of the sacrifices pure symbols both in what they represented and how they were offered right and this is where it first says the karbanis were symbols right it wasn't there was nothing that you're putting an animal on a fire that somehow that did some muji woojee thing in the same way that he says that's what tefillah tefillah is not about manipulating Hashem right that's not what it's about it's very much about you and about you, and about what you feel, and what you think, and what you're supposed to turn into, right? Um, Karbanas was tefillah in symbolic form. By bringing Karbanas, and I'll get into some of the, the basic ideas soon, you were expressing in action what tefillah is in words, right? The temple itself represented the abode of the Tyre, which is Yisrael's focal point, and the source of the sanctity of its life. What is the of Mikdash? What is the Kodesh HaKadoshim? In the Kodesh HaKadoshim is the Luchay Sabris, the Arayn, the Torah. Right? That is what the Beis HaMikdash was. It was a building dedicated towards Torah. That is exactly what the Beis HaMikdash was. Nothing else. Right? The Sanhedrin who interpreted the Torah sat in the Beis Mikdash. In it, the Arrain represented the concept that the Torah is God-given and the Menorah and the Shulchan is the concept that the physical and mental facilities needed for implementation of the Torah are God-given too. The Arayn was the center that was the Torah, the Shulchan represented the physical life, the menorah represented intellectual life. All those are also from Hashem, and all those have to be directed towards the Torah. And that's what the basic English was. It was a building dedicated towards the Torah. Now, what were the Karbanes? The sacrifices evolved, Right? What do they do? What do they evolve? Divesting ourselves of sensuality. Right? This is by offering the, the, the liver and the, the kidneys. Those who represent if Hirsch goes to an chemish, they present sensuality, they represent Taiva. We offer that on them as Shall Hashem. We dedicate our, our, our senses to you. Selfishness, that's the calib, the fats of the person, that's the selfish, that's his physical. We sacrifice that to you. Consecrating Hashem our life, as rika the life blood. Our sentiments. This is the kateirus. This is the spice. This is the, the the you know the the right? Our entire personality and oila, the entire animal goes on the mizbeach, right? By means of these sacrificial actions, we are able to express our striving too. And he goes through the different types of kabanis consecrate ourselves to Hashem through fulfillment of the Torah that's Oila right? you, you, you consecrate yourself You're gonna, right? this is when you, when you don't do an Asay you have to rededicate yourself by offering your entire self regain the forfeited purity of our lives by divesting ourselves of sensuality and selfishness which is when you do a Chatas or an Asham when you do an Avera you have to you know, make sure that you go back on track that's the Chatas and again the Persian Chumash goes through every detail why the Oila is completely burnt and why you, you sprinkle the blood on the bottom whereas by a Chatas you sprinkle it in the middle and at all Stim's his interpretation acknowledge Hashem as having granted us some outstanding blessing or benefit like a taida right or as being the source of a state of untroubled peace in our time right that's a shlamim shlamim is it's a Jewish carbon right that we're living a good life renouncing any sensuous or selfish thought in connection with these blessings, recognizing that with these blessings, we're not going to become, uh, you know, mired in taiva, mired in, in gashmius, right? And on the contrary, dedicating them exclusively to the service of Hashem, to the fulfillment of the Torah, right? That we him that in our peacetime, in our happiness, while we're partaking. We remind ourselves what the purpose of this blessing is, where, where they came from, and what we're supposed to do with it. So basically, again, this is basically Rabbi Hirsch's on shankhomish vayikra, in, in five paragraphs. And again, met Hashem one day, we'll, we'll after we finish Horeb, we'll do a Chavish, and we'll get to, you know, but the idea of Karbanis was physical representations of what we call tefillah. It's an Aveida. It's connect, reconnecting Tashem when we fail. It's reminding ourselves of our duty when we're lapsing. When things are good, reminding ourselves where does it come from? What are we meant to do with it? What's the purpose of it all? That's what Karbanis does, and it was done through physical representation. All these symbolic actions were accompanied by the spoken word, of hers says. The Ramam says, right? Karbanis, there was always a vidu by Karbanis. So even though it was an action, there were also words. As for us, the Beisamitash has sunk in ruins, but the spoken word remains. In other words, the Chazal Kultfila Aveidashah Beleiv, of hers says, right? Aveidah of Karbanis. Is Avoid the Shebelev together with action. Tfilah is only Avoid the Shebelev. There's no action associated with it. right? But essentially, right, right. the Gemara says, Tfilah says, Ka karbanis, right? You're bringing shakras and bincha, it's the term of tamid, shal shakar tamid, shal ben rabayim. The Meirv is Hak hekter chalavim veivarim. And of Hersh in his collected writings, if you want to see some beautiful in the end of volume 3, he goes through every aspect of the tamid, how it corresponds exactly to Shemaena Esre. Right? The, what's the first thing that was makrov on the is beach is the head of the animal. At the chaynim das. The legs of the animal corresponds to the chuva, the kidneys. Right? He goes through a kimen Mamish beautiful. It corresponds because the tefillah is essentially the carbon in symbolic action, right? In symbolic words. Tefillah is the words, right? The carbon is in action what the tefillah is in words and in mind. So tefillah and karbana, is all about. Dedicating yourself to Hashem, staying connected, not in a in the modern emotional way of we have to be connected to Hashem. That's not what it's about, right? Connected to Hashem and reverse is always doing the Rats and Hashem and receiving the blessing and staying connected to his Torah Right? It's not this emotional you need to feel connected, which is again it's for a different time. As I'm happy Rabbian stepped out today, right? Right? It's not about that. What? Again, the sense, the emotional sense of connection to Hashem comes through doing the Ratzon Hashem. Yeah, that is, that is the Kira Kimli Taib is the end result of doing the Ratzon Hashem through his Torah. So yeah, it, that it definitely is the end result. In other words, you're not focusing on connection, right? So Hasidim, I say, for example, and even today, I would say most of Klai Yisrael, right, is focused much more on the emotional aspects of Yiddishkeit. So for them, mitzvahs are kind of, I don't know, maybe like an inconvenience or just like a prerequisite, right? But the main, right, so, so the main part of life is to tashem, ta connection, tashem. Ta and so therefore, the litvaks say you'll get that through, through learning. The Hasidim will say you get it through tefillah and through dvekis and through, you know, tishes and, and yamtif. In reverse, these are avaydas, these are meant to connect us to what's the important and the main thing, which is the mitzvahs, which is the way we behave in our day-to-day lives, which is what the Torah is all about. It's about the chukim, and mishpatim, and the mitzvahs, the way we relate to other people, the way we relate to our families, the way we relate to ourselves and our, and our, and our own desires, and our own, and our own life, and our own parnassah and business. That is essentially what the law is, that the Torah is. And, and tefillah is a way to connect us to make sure that we stay loyal to that. Right? And by doing so, we'll get that connection because we'll get the bracha. The bracha that Hashem will, will, will give us bracha means Hashem will bless us and we'll have happiness and harmony in life. What was that? And this is our means to an end. No, in, in in I would say that in, in the other mahalchim in life, the mitzvahs, right, the Ramam almost says this much, right? The mitzvahs are meant to, you know, to to, to to maybe lower a person's physical in order to now connect to mentally with Hashem. But the main point is that mental connection, the, right? even the emotional connection. The mitzvahs maybe help us get to that emotional state, right? In reverse, the mitzvahs is the purpose. The purpose of life, Hashem, is he gave us this law in order to keep His law. To out of our own free will, keep the law of Hashem. That is the purpose of life. That's only- no, no. I, I'm, connection to Hashem is doing His mitzvahs. That is what it means. That, that is the definition of connection. And when a person does the law, he'll feel blessed, he'll feel happy, but even if he doesn't, right? Even if he doesn't feel that happiness, right? Rav says, you know, um, uh, you know, that the, the Menorah and the Shulchan, right? The Menorah and the Shulchan had uh, poles, right? You would carry them, right? The Menorah not, but they would. They they ought to be removed. You can remove the poles, right? They weren't permanent. The aron, the poles were built into the into the aren. Why? Because the tyra we have to take with us no matter what. The poles are an essential part of the tyra, no matter what the situation. But the shulchan and which represents physical success, which represents mental, spiritual, you know, that we're not necessarily going to have always. You know, we're living in the in the, in the for, you know, sitting there, we may not have that same sense of bracha. Okay, we may have some internal happiness by doing the rest of Hashem, but we're not guaranteed that blessing, that life of fulfillment. Fulfillment and happiness. So that's not necessarily guaranteed. But again, the point is, is that that the purpose of life is to do the rest of Hashem to keep His mitzvahs. The tefillah is the Aveda, is just like karbanis right? We don't have karbanis and, and Yiddishkeit didn't suffer, right? Because that's not the crux of what Yiddishkeit is. It's the ultimate to have it, and by having the base of mikdash. But ultimately, right? We keep we have we have mitzvahs without it. Right, tefillah is in that same way. Again, we'll see in a second. We'll make a point about the importance of tefillah when there's no base on mikdash. But tefillah is Avaidah it's, it's the means. It's essential because without it, we can't expect to be loyal to the Torah. We can't expect to keep the Torah if we're not going to have this means of self rejuvenation. But it's not the end. It's the means. Right? It's the means to the end. In Rav Hirsch's hashkaf. Again, once something is a mitzvah, once something is, is a halakha you have to do it, and uh, you know, okay, you know, you don't think about why you're doing it necessarily. You don't think, I'm doing this, the shame, preparing, and this is the shame, this. You have to do it because Hashem said. But that's the idea, right? And he said, now, out of Mikdash we have to feel it in a more comprehensive form. In other words, now that there's Samikta HaMikdash, Tefillah is even more important, and we have even more Tefillahs, right? Back then, uh, you know, before Anshik Nesha Zagadayla, you had to daven one minute a day, right? The Rambam says, "My lefanech, melech right? you have to have a praising Hashem, bakasha, and thanking Hashem, and you have tfila. Tfila was very simple. Anshik Nesha were masakin three times a day, the 18 brachas. Why? right because now there's no Beis HaMikdash. we don't have the ability to go into the Beis HaMikdash with all its splendor and bring the karbanis and do the aveda in a way which is very powerful so now we have to improve the tfelas so we have to do more right since it now it takes the place of the symbolic actions themselves right so since we don't have the aveda the physical aveda now we need to have the aveda Tefillah even more you know it's interesting the, the uh, i was thinking about this over yomtiv. you know because like there's like a certain Yomtif is difficult, you know, we do we do preparation and we try to read a lot about Yomtif. But like, you know, how how many minutes over us were we thinking about that Naniya covered, you know? It's like it's a difficult thing to, you know, back in the day, you had this particularly in Ashkenaz you know, and the before, you had Piyut. Piyut was, right, you, know, you know, from Rosh Hashanah, right? We skipped 90% of Piyut, right? The ones that we do say already, we're kvetching about, right? But Piyut, Yitziris, and all these things, they were essential part of what were they? They were poems and tefillas that were connected to the day and infused that meaning of the day, right? When you had a Beis HaMikdash, you were a Laregel, okay, so you were there, you were doing things, you broke Kabbanis, but now without it, you know, you need to replace it. So now, you know, I was listening once to, to someone who was writing about Piyut. He says, you know, we don't have Piyut nowadays. What do we replace it with? Okay, I don't know, maybe we have the, the kumzitzes, maybe that does it. I'm, I'm serious, I don't mean in a cynical way. You know the, the, because you know it's not enough. It's never enough. You know it's not enough to just assume that you know you 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 did it, You know you you heard the shemus from the rav and somehow that's going to work. We need to, and that's what tefillah is. Tefillah without a base hamikdash is even more important. That's why you find and the end of bais Risha, beginning of bais Right, our first always says bais is really a gullus, stick a bias. It wasn't a real base hamikdash; it was more of a gullus, right? Preparation for for gullus. Ashkenaz solidified, and they formulated the eighteen brachas. And and as the generations get more, it's a it's a, it's a struggle, right? Because we find tefillah hard and so we want to kind of cut things out you know but like you know uh, like slichas right but uh, slichas was an important part of, of, of what Yom Nerayim was if you don't do slichas that's fine but then what are you replacing it with you know what is it it's, it's you know these are, these are the challenges but tefillah at least the uh, halachas of tefillah the purpose of words of prayer tefillah is palel purification, illumination, uplifting our inner self toward recognition of the truth. Not an emotional fleeting devotion, a momentary ecstasy, a flood of tears. Right? It's not about you know, pouring out an emotion. He says in Chumash, he writes this, he says, if that was the case, how can you first of all be mecha'i of tefillah? Right, if it's an emotional thing, you know. If you then if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. And then how could you give a set tefillah? Right, we all reach Shmona We try, to, like I'm telling you, like you know, those people, like you know, Rosh Hashanah, the second Shmona starts, they're crying. Like, what's so sad about like Avraham, like of like Right. I mean, it's hard to get emotional about some set, you know, words that like. That's why I always say, like Rosh Hashanah, there's such a disconnect between what people want to feel and the words of tefillah. Right. It's like. Most of davening is nothing to do with, you know, what you feel. It's like when the Sanataykif, where we say, like, Rosh Hashanah, you can save, and all of it. like, wow, this is like life and death, what everyone thinks Rosh Hashanah. Is about. Yeah, but, but you feel emotional, because it's like the first time that we're actually talking about what we think Rosh Hashanah is about, right? Maybe we have to re-examine what Rosh Hashanah is about. Avinu al because, like, we get to say, ach, zireinu, mishuvah, because that's what we want to daven, and the words of the tefillah don't really seem to shtim, Right? So refer says, how could tefillah be some sort of emotional outpouring to Hashem? How could he have a set nusuch, right? The answer is, no, it's a cleansing of the thoughts in the hearts. Tefillah is about what you need to think. This is what you should be saying, and you should, ideas that you should be reminding yourself that Hashem is La Adam Das, <laughs> Hashem is a Hashem, these are the ideas that you need to ingrain. The Psuka De Zimra, about your role in this world, your role in life, that, that, that remind us about the greatness of Hashem. These are ideas that you're supposed to incorporate into you. Life robs us of accurate discernment of Hashem, the world, mankind, and Yisrael, and all relationship with them, right? It's complicated, right? We're sitting there in business, and we think, oh, well, you know, Hashem kind of falls to the wayside. We're reading Am- Ami magazine, and we know all about the business advice, and the this, and the that, and we forget about the Rosh right? By transcending life, ascending towards Hashem, we can retrieve this discernment in tefillah, right? So tefillah is the means by which we can reclaim what's important to us, remember, remind ourselves, infuse ourselves with what's essential in life. That's what tefillah is. It's very much inward. Like this, is so consistent with everything that Rav Hirsch says. That everything in life is about you. It's never about you know, manipulating Hashem. It's all about you. You know, it's all about, you know, reminding yourself why you're here. Again, next week, I guess, we'll continue. We'll get to the specific types of tefillah. And, you know, bakasha, tchina, tehillah, all these things. Because, you know, it gets a little bit technical. But, uh, again, so, so the, the main point of Avaida is, we'll call the education. It's the inspiration. It's 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 keeping us reminding us who we are reminding us of the Rebbeinu Shalom and 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 how we, what we owe to him, reminding us of our role in this world, of our role and you know, what the role of Klal Yisrael is, right? That again, like I said, how do Hashem care of right? What are you saying? It this is an entire tefillah about about Klal Yisrael's role and in, in, in telling the world about the Rebbeinu right? Shiru loy right? How will Hashem kavaid vayiz? Hashem mishpachayis amim. How will Hashem kavaid We tell the, the families of the world kavaid We tell them, you know. So so this is this is what we need to do. This is um, this is this is what tefillah is. It's a, it's a reminder of what of what, and again, it's important. We got to do it twice a day. Especially now that we don't... used to be, okay, there was a... Base, there was an in the base even if you weren't there, at least you were there a few times a year. And even if you weren't there, you were part of a Mishmar or a Maimed that had one, one you know, twice a, tw- twice a year, you would go up or you would be part of a, of a family that would be davening or whatever. Without it, now tefillah takes on a much, much more important role. And tefillah isn't an emotional, you know, outpouring of emotion. It's an inward, in, you, know, um, you know, riling up of inspiration. And that's why, you know, again... You know, Kevarn like Lampiansky, you know, when he talks about Tfila, he takes a different approach, which is much more common today. That Tfila is more emotional, right? It's much more of a, right? And that's why like, pure shamilas is maybe less important in that world. It's more about the conversation with Hashem, right? In Hirsch, it's so much more important to understand what you're saying because these are not just things that you're saying. These are ideas which you're supposed to be ingraining in yourself. Um, all right, so we'll continue next week. I just wanted to uh, just one quick word on the daf today because uh, this started off as a banter for life uh, um, sheer and rehearses. Yeah, obviously, the Torah in we spoke a lot about in the early letters. Well, um but uh, today, on today's data, there's a machlekes between Rabbi Shemal and Rabbi Akiva about whether you're allowed to do business with the, with the property of the Beis HaMikdash, right? If There's leftover stuff from the true alishka, Rabbi Shmuel says they would invest it. They would buy merchandise for cheap. They would wait for the price to go up. They would sell it. And with that money, they would buy carbonics to keep the, 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 the Ketz HaMizbeach, to keep the Mizbeach occupied during downtimes. Rabbi Akiva says, no, we don't do business. We don't do business. Right, You don't tell you don't, you don't need to invest based on make this money. That's like you know poor people. You know. So uh, he brings down um, Rabbi Kielsen He has notes. I forgot who he brings it down from. One of the He says he says Rabbi Shmuel Ashi tussed the Gemara says that it says you got to work. Right? People got to work, right? People have to work for a living, and then uh, that's it, right? Rabbi Shimon says no. He says uh, if you do the rush Hashem, you sit and learn all day. Hashem will take care of you. Right? Uh, and the Gummar says that Habri Asukur Shiman will also be Yadam. A lot of people try like a shimun to sit and learn all day and it didn't work. Habri asukur is mal, but people don't like Rabbi Shmal and will also be Yadam. So he says <laughs> he says, going to work, that's dark ash. That's what a person's supposed to do. You gotta work, you have to, you know. So there's nothing, there's nothing bad to take the base of Mikdash's money and invest it. Business is uh ideal. <laughs> Whereas if Yekiva, if Shem Enichai is Rabbi, he says, "Nah, business, that's strafe, that's only if, you know, uh, so therefore, he says he can't, uh, I thought it was a cute, uh, appropriate for this, uh, for this year. Anyways, alright. Yeah, yeah.